What is up, everybody? Welcome back to your least favorite sports podcast, Four Dudes, One Mike. It is our third episode. We are here right before Monday Night Football or during Monday Night Football. It's 8.38 p.m. on Monday night, September 26th. We've got all four dudes in here tonight. What's up, Tyler? Uh, Napped for four hours. Ryan? Yo. Liam? Sup? Liam and Tyler definitely showed up on time. It was like we were waiting for them for over 15 minutes. Mm. Um, we've got a little bit to go over today. We've got some college football. we got some football like we always do. We're going to make our picks. And just to start off with a light, light, light-hearted discussion, what would you do, Ryan, if you caught Albert Pujols' 700 home run ball? I would keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would try and get season tickets out of the Cardinals. Awful human being. Awful human being. No, I... <laughs> I agree with you, Ryan. I, I wouldn't keep it, but I would definitely try and gauge some money from him. Uh, definitely be like, hey, <laughs> like, you know. Ransom? So you're doing a ransom Albert on Pujols the baseball. is one of the okay. highest grossing athletes in MLB history. Like, mm-hmm. you know, giving me, like, 500000 paying my tuition off, you know, maybe, like, <laughs> maybe that's not a big deal to him, but that's whatever. Yeah. All right, here's my baseline. Tuition paid. Um, I gotta get some tickets. I want some World Series tickets. Um, I want okay. I want a crap ton of signed stuff. All right. Uh, I th- I think that's a pretty good start on. All right. So me personally, I would definitely just get. I just want a signed baseball and probably a signed jersey. If I'm being dead ass, I don't I don't really care about. Um, what was that charity stuff you were talking about earlier? Well, I also said that you, we should get him to like donate like maybe like 50k to charity for like. Some charity, I don't know, probably some children's organization, I don't know, um, just something along those uh, like those lines. Because I remember um, when Zach Campbell caught A Rods, oh one, and he I made him donate guy. like a hundred k. He made the Yankees donate like a hundred k to like a children's organization, which I actually thought was pretty cool. But I, I don't think it was the best thing really he could have done. I can't wait for Zach Campbell to be there when Aaron Judge hits sixty one. And maybe sixty. I don't know where he's at right now, but <laughs> that next, that We're next, very educated. that next home run ball Aaron Judge hits breaks whatever record, and Zach Campbell catches it, and the internet explodes. I I can't wait. We need that Rocky security guard that uh, stopped him from getting that ball in a Rockies game. <laughs> oh, we we need oh that guy in ev- attendance at every single Yankees game. Exactly. And talking about that. Judge's home run ball, um, I believe um, Jake of the Talking Yanks podcast on Twitter. Um, made his list of demands for if he were to catch Judge's next home run ball. And among one of them was Kyle Higashioka's jockstrap, to which he responded <laughs> and agreed, saying he would do his part. So the like more I'd you know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so if you want to catch Judge's home run ball, be prepared to get Kyle Higashioka's jockstrap. <laughs> hey, I'm going to do. I think oh. on that note, we should move on to a different sport. Let's go on to college football. Yeah. Got, Tyler? I'm going to start with this about my upset of, about the AP poll because there's a 4-0 team that made it on there that I don't think deserves to be on there, and then there's a 4-0 team that isn't on there that does. Can anyone explain to me why Florida State is ranked? All right, they're 4-0. Like, that's cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me the Jan- the Kansas Jayhawks at 4-0. <laughs> Jan- Kansas has been ranked since 2009. Jalen Daniels, M- Heisman Hope, Jalen Daniels, he's played – out of his mind, and you're going to tell me that Kansas shouldn't deserve to be ranked this week. It's whatever. But also, at a, as a Pitt fan, Pitt might win themselves out of the AP poll because it feels like every time they win, they're just sliding down and down. Mm-hmm. Only having one loss, being there at 24, but you're telling me we wouldn't beat a team. I mean, there's some teams we wouldn't beat on there. But last thing I want to touch about the AP poll, Oklahoma dropping to 12. Just unrank them at this point. We know what's going to happen. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're going to get to the Big 12 championship game. They're gonna probably win it, but then get to the play. I I can't stand Oklahoma. It's every year with them. Uh, another thing I have kind of a big gripe about is I think USC deserves that number five spot over Clemson. I think I, I agree with that because that that Clemson game versus Wex, uh, Wake Forest kind of exposed them. Wake in a Force lot of different still, areas. and they're a good team. Yeah, like they're they're uh, I forget what year the quarterback is, but their Sam, quarterback is really really good. DJ or Sam? Sam Hartman's is a uh, redshirt senior, uh, draft eligible this year. I can't wait to watch his tape because. Sam Hartman's, Sam Hartman's tape is gonna be elite, but uh, DJ Ukulele, I hope I pronounced that name right. He, mm-hmm. he to me, even in that Wake Forest game, he had I think five touchdowns, had a really per- impressive performance. I think still left a lot to be desired in that game, which is crazy to yeah. say. But 
he's had the talent his whole career, and he has yet to really take Clemson to the next step with people like like unlike people like Trevor Lawrence was able to, and Deshaun Watson, you know, American hero, uh, was able to do. <laughs> okay. And I just I think that the thing that DJ needs to do is take that next step, and he really has yet to do it. When you look at USC, Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison, that offense, balling mm-hmm. out. Caleb Williams just balling out over there. So He's looking very nice. I think I think USC does deserve that fifth spot. Um, also the most overrated team in the entire country uh, in Kentucky. What, what, oh, yeah, why agreed. are they at seven? Will Levis, who I was really high on as a draft prospect. I was really excited to see what he could do this year and then look back at the tape. He has put nothing on tape for me this year to mm-hmm. watch. He is not, he's been very not impressive. I think it's just a whole, Kentucky as a whole, but uh, that's just kind of where I'm at with them. And then obviously for you Penn State fans out there, Penn State at 11, they deserve to be top 10. Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say I agree yeah, with that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, They have the best running back room probably in the country right now, and they're both only freshmen. So mm-hmm. they, they're they a very good team. I think they deserve to be top 10. The only problem, again, I would have is Sean Clifford, but even then Sean Clifford really just doesn't have to be Sean Clifford and they're good. As long as, long as Sean Clifford isn't Sean Clifford, we're fine. So Or you guys are fine. Uh, I will say that it was funny. I saw a tweet that said uh, for Penn State fans that were at the Central Michigan game, apparently they were shouting to put uh, Aller in after every incompletion. That, that is... As much as I don't like Sean Clifford, that is pathetic as Penn State fans. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is. And I'll say another team, like, kind of surprising, I would say Kansas State. Um, kind of coming out of, like, they're 3-1 and one right now, and they're ranked in the people. And I don't remember, like, the last time they've been ranked in, like, God knows how long. They need the Jayhawks on there. I don't know why Kansas isn't on there. <laughs> I don't even care if they're going to lose this week. Put them on for one, just one week. Like, they're going to end up losing anyway. But The people of Kansas need <laughs> it. Also... Also, one last team to touch on because this is, again, a, a quarterback I just haven't been a fan of. Oregon at 13, Bo Nix. Really? He's not it. Can we please, He's just not can we it. Please He's stop never believing been it. in Bo Nix. Yeah. Oregon being at 13 is kind of shocking. I think if they were to play Ole Miss straight up, they lose. I think they play Washington straight up, they lose. Mm-hmm. Even Minnesota. I mean, I'm not high on Minnesota either. But, I, I mean, again, we're talking about Big Ten versus uh, Pac-12. But still, it's just... It's something where you look at these teams that Oregon is ranked above, and you're telling me head on, head on that they'd win. I just I don't get it. Okay. Uh, do you want to move over to, or do you want to talk real quick, Ryan? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say I was watching the uh, Maryland Michigan game, and I thought that the Maryland defense actually played pretty well. You know, they're the Maryland's quarterback. It's Tua's brother. I'm not going to butcher his last Tall, name yeah. right now, but uh, he threw two picks, and Maryland was like in that game for the like majority of the game and I thought they looked pretty good um, maybe not this year's their year but I think going forward that their team's going to be a lot better they have a new head coach I saw and like I think they'll be solid um, uh, I've got one more thing we want to talk about college football um, going over to FCS I don't know if any of you guys saw that 98 to nothing scoreline for Stephen F. Oh my gosh. over an NIA, NAIA school yeah I had Warner uh, plus 97 in that yeah, game yeah I did so too it was a bad like, bet at what point do you stop scoring never yeah, never. I mean, uh, you see this a lot more with high school. If like we're aware from Mannheim Central going up on these teams, dropping sixty on their heads every single week. At what point do you just stop going in the end zone? Never. Is that unsport- yeah, never. Is that even more unsportsmanlike? Not no, because I don't think it's unsportsmanlike. I think it's more of like you're just playing football and you want to get the most reps in as possible with your starting lineup. Doesn't matter who you're playing. That's just my logic with it. And if you have a problem with someone running up the score, cool, get you better. lost. Hold get it. better. Exactly. So you drop a honey on their head. I think I think it's a it's more of a statement of like whoever you play next week is gonna have to look at that box score and be like they just ran ninety eight on a football team. Doesn't matter who it is. You practiced probably the same amount of time that week, game film everything. And you still got ninety eight dropped on you. It it don't matter. If if I'm better than you like that, I'm gonna put it on. Not only because it's you. But because I got opponent the next week, that's gonna look at this box score and look at this film. Was it, you know, obviously an unfair matchup? You're talking about FCS, NIA, whatever. Yeah, it's it. It was gonna be a blowout. But at the same time, you have to be willing to just blow a team out and have the next team you gotta play the next week. And then I don't know much about FCS football. I barely keep up with it. But you know, it's something that any team should not get blown out by a hundred. Exactly. That's the way I look at it too. And I don't. As I said earlier, I don't think, like, running up the score in college or high school really matters. I'd say, like, running up the score maybe in, like, middle school football or something like that. But 
in high school, it, you're just you're just playing to play. You're playing to get reps. You're playing to get you're playing to get looks at you. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it doesn't really matter yeah. what the score is at the end of the day. You're you're just playing, honestly, just for fun, and that's the way I look at it. All right, so we're gonna move on to NFL football. Um, let's talk about the week three games for a little bit. Uh, let's talk to our two Steeler fans in the room. What happened? Um, well, it comes out to a few things, and this is my biggest gripe with fellow Steeler fans. And Ryan, you know, if, if you fit this agenda, then you know my apologies. Um, I can't stand Steeler fans who still, for some reason, have a soft spot for Ben Roethlisberger. Like, this is Ben. Ben wouldn't be doing this. Oh yeah, this. no. I I read all over the you know Twitter and Instagram like a quarterback change would fix all our problems, and you know Kenny Pickett would you know, lead us to some 13-0 run like Ben did and all, you know, you know, Kenny Pickett. I love Kenny Pickett as much as the next person. I think he is our answer. I think he could be better. But when I watch, I I do follow PFF. I, I know I'm a loser that subscribes to that and whatever. Um, I got to see Mitchell Trubisky's advanced analytical throw chart, and he had four pass attempts inside the numbers. Four pass attempts inside the numbers against Cleveland. For those of you who don't know, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. That means he was throwing to the sidelines. Every single play. He had 30, I think, somewhere above 30 pass attempts, and only four of those went to inside the numbers on a football field. In the NFL, mm-hmm. that's bad. That is so really bad. I think you're really, like, that isn't a Mitchell Trubisky problem. I feel like that's a scheme problem as well. But at the same time, what I got to see from Mitchell Trubisky is he looks scared, not scared of getting hurt. He looks scared of losing his job. He's, very, he's going through his read slow. It's... It's tough football because he's scared to lose. He's scared to lose his job, and he's playing like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure. In addition to that, uh, I think my little cousin's Pop Warner team run routes further downfield than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they're kind of looking like the 2017 Saints, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like with the route running, and I think I think it really comes down to like what we talked about a lot last podcast with the coaching trusting Mitchell Trubisky, but not only trusting him, but giving him like the tools and the keys to of the offense and letting him to try and try and make those downfield throws in those plays and we know he has weapons he has chase claypool he has deontay johnson he has nfl young boy george pickens who probably made one of the best catches of the last 10 years second best and i'd say one of the one of the best that means it's up there guaranteed top three right um but just like like many of the takeaways there um the steelers didn't have their playmakers at d-line that they need to succeed and that just really showed i don't think that anyone expects the Browns to put up 29 on a great Steelers defense, even if it's hurt. That's the way I look at it. And it shouldn't have been 29. It should have been... Um, 23. Yeah, 23. And they had a strong Kaiser Cleveland Brown team, too. Or Jacoby Brissett. Or Jacoby Brissett. Sean Kaiser's not in the Sean league Kaiser's anymore. Not Notre Dame quarterback. I said, I said That's wrong. my boy. I name. I That's my boy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not one of the Steelers fans who has a spot, spot for uh, Big Ben. Um, I thought the offense in the uh, first half looked a lot better. Um, but in the second half, they went back to whatever game plan they were doing before, um, and it looked a lot worse. Um, I think that this week versus the Jets is a big week for Mitch Trubisky. Um, I think if the offense is looking bad again at halftime, then I think you could see Kenny Pickett. You know, he's he's 24. He's one of the older quarterbacks. They drafted him because he's like he was the most pro-ready quarterback in this draft class, I think Mike Tomlin is saying that like he's gonna stick with Mitch, but I think that he's time's running out for Mitch Trubisky. I also want to note too on that passing chart we talked about. Uh, I found it interesting, Ryan. Um, all four of those pass attempts, dude, did come inside that last drive, the two-minute drive, when Mitch Trubisky was able to hurry up and run the offense. So it was quite interesting, and it's like we saw honestly the last two years from Ben, even though he's like a withered old man that when he was able to do hurry up and run the drive, it just seemed like the offense was a lot smoother and able to push the ball. So this is why it further proves it's a Matt Canada problem and honestly why I believe you put Kenny Pickett in there, it's only you're only going to be watching the same exact football just with a different quarterback in there that throws with two gloves. That's, that's the only thing you're going to see different. And I wish it would be different, but in reality, Kenny Pickett isn't a Patrick Mahomes. Kenny Pickett isn't a Josh Allen. He's not some freak athlete. He doesn't run a 4-4-40. He, doesn't, he can't mm-hmm. throw the ball yeah. 80 yards out of a stadium. You're just going to be seeing the same football. That's why, for me, it's like, you know, you pay Mitch, you paid Mitch Trubisky this money to play these games, have him play, you know, what? I mean, again, no one expected the Steelers team to be that great anyway this year. Now, TJ Watt injury doesn't help, and 
I think the Steelers have bigger problems. I mean, look at this offensive line. It's garbage. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's garbage. Like, You're looking at a defense. Yeah. Zero pass rush since T.J. Watt got hurt. I mean, they had zero sacks against New England. Bad. Zero sacks mm-hmm. against New England zero. two That's weeks crazy. ago. You're talking about a Steelers team that is the, had the longest streak for at least, a, at least having a sack in a game just seasons ago, and now when T.J. Watt's hurt, we can't even – I think it was four, four advanced QB pressures and then zero sacks against the Patriots. I haven't seen the Browns yet. Didn't really look into it, but – that's that that's bad. You can't rely your whole pass rush on one player. So they they have bigger problems they have to deal with right now than which game manager quarterback has to play. Uh, I completely agree, and I think the reason for the Steelers' fail- failures comes down to coaching and the O line because you have Najee Harris, and I believe if Najee Harris has like just an average or barely above average O line, that the Steelers are a way different team and they're way more versatile because they basically just give him the ball and they force feed him up the middle. I don't think Najee's an up the middle type of running back. He likes to get to the edge. He likes to make plays. I see him as like, I see him as more like a Derrick Henry type of running. Yes, you can run him up the middle and pound pound the numbers, obviously, yeah. But you can put him out on the outside and he's gonna get around those edges. He's gonna make plays. And you saw that with him in college. Like literally, he destroyed the whole entire Notre Dame defense. Pause. By himself. I think it's also a thing too, and I was one of the Steelers fans that when they picked Najee Harris was really really upset. Uh, I didn't like the pick. To this day, I still really don't because the NFL. Let I me mean, look at Derrick Henry this year. Mm-hmm. Running backs are only as more and more time go on, they're getting less and less valuable. Less and less valuable. Yeah. Because you're watching Derrick Henry this year struggle because his offensive line's bad, the offense is bad. Period. So even a running back, Derrick Henry, where a season or two would go, anyone would die to pay him all this money. Well, now this year he's. Like Cordell Patterson is number two in rushing yards right now. Cordell Patterson is actually like really good, and but, you know because he, because he's a, he's a very good running back. But this goes at to like show, multiple spots. This goes to show you can get a running back anywhere. Yes, and Cordell also Patterson was a return man. A adding few on years to this, ago. one person on our podcast dropped Cordell Patterson in fantasy when was he was tired. a when he was a when he was a top three running back in fantasy yeah, last year or something. Stupid. And he just drops him for the Broncos tight end. Like Logan, that is, that, that, it's that, probably the worst fantasy move I've ever seen in like my lifetime that I'm I've ever seen one. done. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You may be two and one, but I'm two and probably. one as well. And I and I my, <laughs> and I did not drop Cordell Patterson. I lost points. I lost by point six this week. Oh my because gosh. of a because of a Marcus Mariota fumble in the last two minutes of the game. So mm-hmm. anyway. That's yeah. just unfortunate. Yeah, it's tough. But um. Do do you want to move on let's to a different game? A bit. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the 49ers and Broncos game. Um, Gross game. I, hated I, it. I did not watch that game. I am really thankful I did. I, did. I, was like, uh, I walked in the room for one play, saw Jimmy Garoppolo run out of the back of the end zone unintentionally, then throw a pick. It was about the only throw time that was the best <laughs> option. No, it was in the Dolphins game against the Bills. That was strategic. The Dolphins punter meant to do that, and that's why they won the game. <laughs> you know, Big brain. Yeah, I'm very fortunate not to have watched <laughs> the going back, game. Going back to that punt, though. That's got to sting, right? Like, that, that's got to hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah that's it gotta does got to hurt. That's gotta oh, hurt. Yeah. oh, yeah. It's like, like a butt fumble all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, not really rocking with Russell Wilson right now. Definitely not a top it's five not Russell QB Wilson. in the NFL. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not, not Russell, Russell Wilson. It's the play it's calling. The play calling. I, am, yeah. I am so I am probably the world's biggest Russell Wilson hater. I always say there's a reason he doesn't have any MVP votes in his career because he was never an MVP of his team. But at, about to have an but at the same at the same time, and here he goes because we may have our first debate of this podcast. I can't stand Russell Wilson, but I will give Russell Wilson benefit of the doubt. This Broncos team, the system, the play calling, is not built around him, and yes. that's and that's you pay a quarterback all that money, you tra- you send all that huge trade package to get him to not build a system around him, to not trust him, to not let. You know, the funny saying, let Russ cook, whatever the heck mm-hmm. he's cooking half the time. Let Russ ride. Let's ride. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, I don't get it. And I think what's hilarious is actually, it really went under the radar. No one really talked about it much. But Nathaniel Hackett actually hired another coach to be a game time decision coach. And I found that really funny because you're just kind of waving. Yeah, they still made mistakes against the Niners. And I mean, again, Russell shows glimpses sometimes of being, of still having it. But they just don't. They just don't let him play yeah, his game. But they're not giving him the keys to the offense. No. They're not letting him make those game time decisions. And I think we even saw that week one with that fourth and five. It was and like um, uh, J- uh, James Williams make or the Broncos running back like makes an insane like fifteen yard gain on third and twenty something, and puts them in a chance to get a fourth down conversion, and they choose to kick a 60-yard field goal instead with a guy with a kicker who's never made a 60-yard field goal in his whole career. It just doesn't make sense to me. 
the it's just all on the offensive cord or it's all on the head coach and the play calling. Just as Tyler said, it's the same thing like with with the Steelers. It's basically they're shooting themselves in the foot because of bad play calling and bad deci- like game time decision making, and that doesn't come down to the quarterback. That doesn't come down to any of the players in the offense. That comes down to the head coach and the coaching staff. Yeah, um, I'm going to disagree there a little bit. Um, I think the Broncos' offensive line has also not really played up to what I thought they would play. Um, Russell Wilson is getting sacked a lot. Um, part of that's the play calling. You know, he's staying in the quarterback and, like, not really rolling out or anything and throwing the ball downfield. He's They're playing him like he's a pocket quarterback, which really isn't helping the offensive line. But I think if they keep this system, the offensive line has to – protect him better yeah it has to improve and has to just be better at its job that's the way i look at it no one no one looks at the reason that seattle and russell broke up it is well documented that russell and the seahawks broke up and the seahawks didn't want to pay him that money because they knew russell will not be able to develop into a pocket passer quarterback in his career he's never been able to pass from the pocket he's never been able to do that and russell is it's, it's well documented that he is just doesn't want to change his game yeah, he doesn't want to become right now and it's showing that, hey, I can't be a pocket passer, and Denver isn't helping him out by still trying to jam it down his throat of, hey, become a pocket passer, become the Peyton Manning that we had, become this, you know, the Brock Osweiler we had, <laughs> whatever, yeah. you know, become the pocket passers that we've had for so long, and that's only going to ruin Russell Wilson more. And like I said, because he doesn't play like that, that is why I've, ne- I've never really liked Russell because he's, you know, openly admits I play the game how I want to and stuff like this, and it's like, well – you're now what 31 32 maybe even a little older you're not gonna be able to do the stuff you do forever but you gotta be a team player you gotta be able to say i can hand off the ball i can i can sit and dump you know dump five yards ten yards i can let my i mean let's be real the broncos wide receiving core outside of overrated jerry judy is really really good oh yeah really oh yeah and they're not he's not even letting his playmakers work so it's it's a thing (laughs) of being frustrating because Russell just wants to be the hero, wants to be the big player. And I, I even said this in like an early article I did where I was just like, Russell won't – unless Russell gets out of his own way, this team will never work because Russell just wants to play hero ball so bad all the time. And we saw it in Seattle, and we're seeing it now. I wouldn't even say hero ball. They're just not giving him the chances that he needs because he's always been like a big play quarterback looking for that big play. As you say, like hero ball – it's both a disadvantage, but it's also an advantage when he's hitting it. He's just not getting the chances to do it. All right, there are three more teams we're going to talk about here before we move on to um, the current week. Um, we've got all three of these teams are 1-2. and two. We've got the Cardinals, the 49ers, and um, I lied, the Raiders are 0-3. Are we hitting the panic button on any of these teams yet? Because yes. all three yes. of these teams yes. Cardinals. were supposed to be Raiders. Oh, on the Cardinals, yeah. Or on the Cardinals, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the Cardinals have been bad. Putting 12 points up on the Rams' defense? Is, the Rams' defense is still good. It's still I, solid. No, I, I really just think that Kyler Murray has no one to throw to and that O-line is shooting him in, like, the foot. Or how about the fact over. that I'll continue what I just said about Russell Wilson. I'm not a big Kyler Murray fan. I'm not either. Because Kyler Murray's play style, give it three, four, maybe more years, and he's he's done for. Yeah. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury are the worst He'll be a pro coach. It's it's the worst coach and quarterback duo in this league. I still think it's worse than Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. I Cliff Kingsbury, it is literally he was literally one of the worst college football coaches. He had Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech, couldn't win anything with him. And then his whole Texas Tech career was awful. Cliff Kingsbury is a documented awful head coach. The Cardinals still decided to hire him. And again, yeah, Josh Rosen wasn't good. Like everyone can say that. And again, coming from someone who was high on Josh Rosen out of the draft process, you still draft a guy ten and then the next year you draft a quarterback at one yeah. because Josh Rosen couldn't play behind what is actually regarded as a top 10 worst offensive line mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. PFF, PFF rated uh, that year. Josh Rosen is it's, probably like one of the most – he, he never got a chance. He never – and it's, yeah, never, and it's never got a fair chance. Playing, playing behind that line and – I mean, again, again, I'll never discredit a coach that has a system when he comes in and wants to play by that system. And that's just, this system right now would never fit Josh Rosen's play style. Josh Rosen is a pro-style quarterback – Sit, you know, three, five yard step drop, can dump it down, middle of the field. I loved Josh Rosen as a draft prospect. He's will probably, it's funny to say, he'll probably go down as one of my highest rated quarterbacks ever that I will ever rate because I was so high on him out of UCLA. The problem is, though, is that when you get a head coach like Cliff Kingsbury, who, again, won't get out of his own way, it's it's awful. And I think the Cardinals have a talented team, and 
I sure Kyler Murray doesn't have anyone to throw to, but look at Marquise Brown last week. Dude yeah. had a baller game. He did They're a gonna great get, game. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, when they get DeAndre Hopkins back, nothing's gonna change. They're still gonna be the same team. I think it's more than just he doesn't have anyone to throw to. I think it's the fact of Kyler Murray. I mean, that two point conversion play where it was a twenty second play, that was so cool and so fun. Look at the end zone shot of that. Three or four times I think he could have threw the ball and not run around and do all this. So again, mm-hmm. it's cool because he got it. But imagine if he didn't get it and what we're talking about today. Is Kyler Murray doing too much? Is this and that? It, it's a thing of, like, I think the Cardinals as a whole needs to look at themselves as a team and say, can we win with Kyler? Because in three to four years, he's going to be a bad player. That's just his play style. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at the Raiders, what is going on there? You're 0-3. You've got a um, new head coach. You just paid Devontae all this big money. You were supposed to be better, and you're in probably the best division in football. And you're 0-3? Like, where do you even go from there? Um, What I will say is that, the Raiders actually made, like, they pieced together good drive after good drive to get them back into that Titans game, but they shouldn't be losing to the Titans, like, that badly going into, like, the second half, and I don't think that should really be a thing for a team that's led by a quarterback who I'm very high on, Derek Carr. I do think he can be a very good NFL uh, quarterback. I just think he's thrown a, thrown it the, like thrown the ball away in some of the big moments. Um and I did not like that two-point conversion play. I just don't think it was the right call. I honestly think they should have done something, maybe like a, 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 like a rollout or something, because the Titans' defense, as we all know, is just nothing special. And I don't think lobbing it up to Darren Waller and double coverage is the best option. I don't think you should ever do that, in my opinion. One of those overrated yeah. tight ends in the league. But, yeah. yeah no, I, I, I don't think he's overrated. I think he's more built like a wide receiver, and he plays tight end, and he plays like a wide receiver. He can't really block that well. He I, just goes down the field and catches deep balls. I can name so many tight ends I'd rather have over him right now. I mean, not even right now, ever. I mean, I've, I you would obviously pick Kittle, Kelsey. I would take Pitts over him, even though Pitts is sadly free. Pitts has been playing terrible. Free, free Kyle, free Kyle Pitts. Free Kyle, Kyle, free Kyle Pitts, yeah. It is the, the, the Falcons' usage of Kyle Pitts has been Like, why draft the tight end utter, early if you're going to Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Like, the plan when he got there was to build the offense around Kyle Pitts. And I've watched – again, I'm one of those sad people that watch Falcons games. And I've, <laughs> I've watched these games, and it's like they, they don't do what he did at Florida, which is split him out in man coverage, have a linebacker yep. on him, have a safety come down on him. Because if you're a linebacker in safety, you're not covering Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts could probably beat some corners too. And they're not using him that way. They're having him stay inside the line, try and block. <laughs> they have him doing uh, leak-out blocks where you block for one to two seconds and then leak out on like a, a two-yard drag. It's that's just not like, his play style. That's not his play. It's a deep, it's a vertical threat tight end. But I'd still have him over Darren Waller. I would even say sometimes I'd have Dawson Knox over him for all I care. I'd have rather Dallas T- Goddard. I'd rather have Dallas Goddard. I'd rather have TJ Hawkinson. Zach <laughs> I would not say Zacherts now. I think Zacherts is a little Either. past his prime, and I also Zach think the Arizona scheme does not help cool. him at all. No, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, there's Darren Waller to me is a tight end that I never was so high on because, like you said, he's just—I mean, he's, he's a he's a he's had one good year. He's a receiver. It's like there's so many tight ends that do more that I'd rather have than to, like when Darren Waller's on the top three tight end talk. It's like, dude. You'd rather have T.J. Hawkinson over him. Hawkinson does everything. Now Hawkinson hasn't really. Hawkinson does. Well, he does do everything. Well, I think. I think that the Lions' offense has just gotten a lot better, and they're going that away from. Scary. The, I honestly think they are. I, I mean, they the, did blow that yes. game, but they well, are. Well, this game against the, the Vikings, like honestly, this week was a very, very competitive game. I do think that the Vikings still are like pretty good playoff contenders. I think it, it really just depends on how the, the Packers <coughs> finish the season and how they play, but. I really liked the Lions in that game, and Lions are showing that they can compete with the top teams of the NFC. And even though the NFC is really, really weak this this year, I still think they could possibly make the playoffs, like I predicted in our first episode. Is, I was very high on them coming. And into is the Kirk Cousins the greatest mediocre quarterback of all time? Oh yes, he is. Oh my, oh, yes he is. Oh, goodness, is he is he the greatest mediocre quarterback of all time? I tell you, it's He's dude, up there. Kirk Cousins. I mean, there's there's you know. Yeah, Mike Tyson, Jordan, you know Michael Jordan in Game Six. Nah, give me one at one p.m. game slot. Kirk Cousins. That's that is a true hero right there. Death beat, the Martians have the death beat pointed on Earth. Uh, give Kirk me one. Cousins. Give me one o'clock game slot. Kirk Cousins <laughs> mm-hmm. against a middle to below average team. And boy, but but it's it's a thing of like. And actually, this is something I I I'd, I'd really like to bring up because. A prospect that I was high on, that everyone called a bus, that I was upset about because he's not a bus. He gave me Jalen Ramsey s stuff. Jeff Okuda, what a season! Mm-hmm. What yes, a year so very, far! Very well. Oh my goodness, he he's been able to lock up some of the best receivers. I mean, the Eagles game, people are people have been 
trying to say that AJ Brown, but he really was on AJ Brown. His task was Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith he clamped him. He, didn't he only nothing. have one catch? Devontae Smith had zero catches. Are you zero? Devontae yeah. Smith had zero catches in that game against the Lions, I'm pretty sure. And then to be able to he shut down Justin Jefferson. Just Jefferson, again, two quiet weeks. I mean, Darius Slade did his job. Darius Slade's. And then Jeff Okuda went in there and shut him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got the L, but you shut down. So that's Jeff Okuda. I think the Lions, that Lions team is just I'm very I like what I see, but I'm too scared because the Lions did this with uh can't remember his name from years ago. Um, it was a head coach where they fired him because they still weren't winning, but they were on the up and up. They had like a nine and seven season mm-hmm. and fired him. I forget his name. I think it was Caldwell, Jim Caldwell. Yeah, yeah. I'm very scared. They're gonna do the same to thing see that yeah. for Dan Campbell. If it won't be this year, I have a bad feeling if they if they don't win this year and then they get in the next year, maybe they're on the same track of like one and two, one and three, two and four. You know, are they gonna? Because Dan Campbell has turned. He's turned this team around. They are looking like a playoff ready team even, right now. It's not. And it's not even like talent wise. It's just the atmosphere for that team. They play for him. It's not a sad team anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. They. They're tired of getting beat up. I'm full t- of energy. Yeah. Ready to compete with the best they, teams in their division, he, like the dude, Packers. He's a, a baller coach. It's it, it's astounding to see, and I will be very upset if they do what they did to Jim Caldwell. And then, uh, if you want, we can branch off from this game, going back to another division team who's two and one, which no one expected. The Chicago Bears. Um, I will say, Justin Fields so does bad. not look good, and they look so bad. I do not know how the Bears have like, they have Khalil Herbert run for 157 yards and two touchdowns. 140, those but they after can't. Contact. Yes, but they can't block for like anything for Justin Fields, and I hate it, and it's terrible because Justin Fields has not got a fair chance in the NFL. Matt Nagy, probably one of the worst head coaches like of all time, and I will firmly stand by that. Ruined Mitchell Trubisky's whole career, and I think he might have like already ruined Justin Fields' career, even though he's not there anymore. I, I, I will say this on the flip side of Josh Rosen, I wasn't so high on Justin Fields. I think I had a third round grade talent, maybe a low second. I wasn't high on the guy. I mean, what Ohio State quarterback can I be high on anymore? Yes, none of them. It's it's, done nothing. It's so tough, but. It's a thing of just, like, I wasn't high on Justin Fields because I don't know what t- – again, it's a thing of, like, I think it was also a team he was drafted. He was drafted to a bad Bears team that was trying to move on from Mitch Trubisky. still had Matt Nagy there, and that didn't help. But at the same time, it's like, what, second th- second year in the NFL, third year, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're struggling to complete 50% of your passes. I mean, my Lord. Well, he's getting pressured every single – Every single snap, he's getting pressure. He's getting someone on him. There's a there's a reason the Bears have only completed 23 of their passes this year. It comes down to not getting pressured. I mean, dude, look at Joe Burrow. Look at Carson Wentz getting did sacked nine times by the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles this week. It's 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 a thing of like, you're you're again, yeah. Joe Burrow still has better weapons and all this, and Justin Fields has nothing on that offense. But Justin Fields did throw but two picks. Justin, and Justin threw 17 times I'll, and only the same thing. Balls, the same so. thing I said about Trevor Lawrence, which Trevor, thank you for proving me wrong because. You're one of my favorite prospects to ever watch college film on. If you guys ever have time, just just watch college film on Trevor Lawrence. He was amazing. But Trevor Lawrence, thank you for proving me wrong this year so far. Justin Fields was drafted to elevate a bad – if you're a first-round quarterback drafted as high as these guys were, you're supposed to elevate your team, not make them stagnant. Not You, you know, mm-hmm. that's this whole thing of, like, look at Patrick Mahomes is doing in reality. Patrick Mahomes' weapons, people are, like, over-crediting their weapons. <laughs> wide receiver one, oh, yeah. uh, besides Kelsey's wide receiver one's Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. and he's done nothing this year. It's Miko Hardman. It's it's a thing of like bad quarter, like great amazing quarterbacks can make players great. Let's be honest, Gabriel Davis. I've I've watched film with Gabriel Davis. He's nothing he's not, special. He's not special, but Josh Allen, Josh Allen makes TV. him special. Yeah. That's what a quarterback is supposed to do. And again, these guys are a little too early. That's why I'm glad Trevor Lawrence seems to be proving me wrong and whatever. Justin Fields is now, we're starting to get in the talks of, okay, when is this enough? Like, when can we start to say you're supposed to elevate your team? Another big upset from what we saw this week, the Colts over the Chiefs surprised a lot, a lot, a lot the of Colts people. The Colts are so confusing, dude. The Colts are confusing because I feel like they're it's either, they're either like, their defense is playing so, like, off and on this season. I really feel like they played pretty well against an explosive Chiefs offense and really just did a very good job of just – <clears throat> of honestly just making the Chiefs offense one-dimensional, di- one which is ha- it always has been, let's just be honest. It's always um, been a pass-first defense or offense, but 
I think the Colts just did a very good job of just adjusting throughout the game. And I honestly think uh, Frank Reich did a, did a pretty good job of um, like coaching against Andy Reid, and that's a big part of why they won that game. To me, I'm not going to talk much about this game because, honestly, as an NFL fan, I, games like this don't matter. It's week three It's week three of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like Again, all these any NFL team could be any NFL team any week. It's, it's the NFL, but... If you're a Chiefs fan, you shouldn't be concerned. If you're, you're the Chiefs players, all over social media, they talked about they weren't concerned. They're going to get better. Just like the Bills game. It, it, it's not. It's not. It's not anything. Like I said, the Bills lost to Miami. Yeah. Like you're going to lose. You're going to lose football games. So, I think there's nothing to be concerned about. I mean, good win for the Colts. But another thing, talk about running backs. Jonathan Taylor having a disappointing year again. Mm-hmm. Running backs don't have value anymore. Fantasy in the owners are in shambles. Says the one yep. that dropped Cordell Patterson. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. Um, just another thing I really want to talk about, uh, just Matt Ryan actually played pretty well that game. Still. I understand it's the Chiefs defense, but, like, he actually played like an NFL he, quarterback. He played Still like a, he played like a, like an NFL Still quarterback. Oh. I, I do believe yeah. he's old, but he did have a good game. Man, it's like watching Peyton in his last year. Like, it really is. Like when Payton in his last season, bad. and it's just it's it's sad. It's it's like, uh, it's like throwing your grandpa out there. Like Brady. <laughs> Brady's yeah, Brady. Too. I actually I do want to. I good point. That Packers, Buccaneers game was the lowest yet lowest scoring but most fun game yeah, to watch. Oh, yeah, was definitely. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. First of all, Aaron Rodgers post game press conference was hilarious. His post game interview <laughs> on the field. Hilarious, dude said the jumbotron helped him tell the coaching staff what run the what play the Buccaneers were gonna run. <laughs> All right, like yeah, okay, but that this show again where I talk about quarterbacks being able to elevate. And again, I'm not comparing Justin Fields to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not comparing Trevor Lawrence to Aaron Rodgers. But look what Aaron Rodgers is doing so far. Yeah, they only put with four, nothing. We only put up 14 points on the board. But that bu- yes. that Buccaneers Who's his number one? Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard is number one. Oh my God. Romeo Dobbs, by the way. Um. <laughs> An undrafted free agent led the team in receiving with, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, eight catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. An undrafted free agent rookie went up against the Bucks defense. And again, that's not. Uh, no, it was Randall Cobb. We've actually got sure. some breaking was news. It? Right, free agent receiver Avante Adams joins the Packers on a free agent mm-hmm. contract. It's just a thing of like you see what Aaron Rodgers is doing, and like, mm-hmm. and again, I was also not one of those people that was like, you know, Devontae Adams is going to be bad when he goes to the race. Because Devontae Adams is still having a good year. Oh, Devontae yeah, Adams he's is, having a great year. It wasn't a product of Rodgers, and Rodgers wasn't a product of Adams. So, again, this is further proving good players can actually just be good players. And mm-hmm. I think we look at Tom Brady, and, man, he looks like he doesn't care. That is my thing with Brady. It looks like he is just done. He does not want to be playing. I think there's rumors of a divorce going on. There's rumors of this whole family situation going on at home. And you saw that, how showed up training camp. That way, yeah, that way. On it's just like you can tell mentally he is not there this season. But here's another thing that I actually saw that I I kind of agree with. When you're in the NFL as long as you know Brady has been, who do, who cares about the regular season? I mean, honestly, exactly. you care about they're one gonna thing. They're going to get to the playoffs, yeah. especially with the Saints. Mm-hmm. They're gonna being... yeah, they're gonna get to the playoffs. They're probably gonna. I mean, they're probably gonna win their division. I mean, what? Are you really worried about the Saints? You really worried about the Panthers? They just lost to the Panthers. No. You really about the you know Panthers? Boomer sooner. Baker Mayfield, but are you really are you really gonna worry about you know? No, I'm worried about the Falcons. If I'm being honest, if I'm Tom Brady, we are gonna move on to Week Four. But before we do that, let's have a quick discussion. Top five teams right now in the NFL. Um, obviously, everybody has the Bills up there. Everybody has the Dolphins up there. Everybody has the Eagles up there. Who's four and five? Chiefs. Everybody has the Dolphins up there. I, they just beat the Bills. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'd, I'd, no, I'd, I'd put, I'd go, I'd go in order. The, they beat the Ravens and the Bills, and you're not going to put them in your top I, five? I, I, they, they I'd, go in, I'd go in order. i go in order. One is Bills right now. I'd put two. I would probably, I, I'm probably going to say Chiefs. Three, I would have Dolphins. And then I'd have to put four as the Eagles, just based off hype and what I've seen the past, the past like, three weeks has been mm-hmm. pretty good. I understand NFC pretty weak and the Eagles have one of the worst like schedules yeah. and number five give me the lines <laughs> <laughs> um at five I don't I, I, I'd honestly put either the I'm saying Ravens or Packers that's yeah. like my only guess Dude. I would have at number play. one I, I yeah I think it's still I think it's still the Bills just no, yeah, based on how agreed. dominant they were the first two oh weeks my of goodness. the season speaking um, of Lamar real quick what everyone's talking about the Aaron Judge bet on bet on himself. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, is Lamar Jackson having a bet on himself? Season? Oh yeah, he my favorite quarterback. I cannot wait for the Giants to pay a. He's gonna get a Patrick Mahomes deal. I could see Lamar Jackson getting a Patrick Mahomes deal somewhere, 
And boy, would New York be crazy to get that. I hope not, though, because New York mm-hmm. would ruin his career. There's no way the Ravens <laughs> are letting him go after the season's Saturday. Oh, yeah, there's no way. Um, obviously, I think in some order, the Dolphins and the Eagles are 2-3. and three. Um, I'll, I'll say the Dolphins are 2 just based on who they've beat. Then I've got the Chiefs at 4, Ravens at 5. I think the Chiefs are still that team, and the Ravens have played too good not to have the them Chiefs there. still are where's that the, team. So I got the, the Packers at six. Then. Where's Where's the Eagles on in yours? I'd three. say three. You say three. That's fair. I'm at four. I just think the NFC. I just I, think I the think NFC is yeah, like. That's fair. It's like uh, the East Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, like five years ago in the NBA. Just, yeah, just the West is completely matter. stacked, yeah. top to bottom, and then the East is just absolutely terrible. Besides, like one or two teams. Except the Lions. Go Lions. Yeah, Lions are the best team in the NFL. <laughs> Dude. <coughs> Jared, I mean, that yeah. one Jared Goofball's back there throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Well, I think Jared Goff is actually getting a fair chance to prove himself he this is, season. He is played I, well. Yes, he has played well. He's played well. We need to. Th- we want to see this through like all seventeen weeks. Like, again, plays, still, yeah, so. still has glimpses of. Yes. But again, if you're the Lions and you do end up getting a high pick, why are you not taking Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud? Yeah, I agreed. I, mean. I could also see them making like a, like a, a sneaky. Um, like free agent signing, if they do, if they don't like Jared Goff, I could honestly see them like signing Jimmy G or something like that. If I'm being oh, honest. dude, Jimmy G, another player that betting on himself might just work out <laughs> well. Oh it my goodness, I'm excited. Well. The handsome Italian man quarterback <laughs> back there, he's 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 a stallion. My goodness. But speaking of the Niners, real quick, um, I was able to do a nice little article piece on this. But for the Niners right now, this Shout is the quill. this is the worst situation you can be in as oh, a GM yeah. because. How are you going to pay Trey Lance when he's about to be entering his fourth season or third season with five quarter or no six quarters played? He's played six quarters in a NFL career. He's going to have to. And I'm not high on Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I wasn't high on Trey Lance before as a prospect. Maybe yep. he takes less money. But before he entered in the NFL, he played four college games yeah, because North Dakota because COVID mm-hmm. and then North Dakota had that three game season was the dumbest thing ever. So Trey, Trey Lance, Lance was entering game. the NFL or. With He's four not. games played. He has played, so what, four times four, 16, plus six. So he played 22 quarters of football in four years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I just don't think there – I honestly think Trey Lance is just Justin Fields with more weapons. Mm, that's that's the way I look at it. Like, personally, Justin Fields and, only has Darnell Mooney as his number Jimmy, one option. And Jimmy, and Jimmy yeah. G led you to two NFC championships and a Super Bowl. And you just get you know what? They no They were They were – what what was going on is Kyle Shanahan was chasing the flash. He saw quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, what they're able mm-hmm. to do, and see Lamar and what they're able to do, be flashy passers and out of the pocket. The breed of pocket passing is going to die, and it shouldn't, but it's going to die because these coaches all look at these quarterbacks that – I mean, dude, think about your past Super Bowl winners. Tom Brady, Matt Stafford. These quarterbacks aren't these flashy run around. I mean, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I want it. But they're not the flashy sidearm, throw it around, rushing for 100 yards while passing for 200. Matt Stafford doesn't do that. Brady doesn't do that. Let's not pretend that Jimmy Garoppolo is this golden boy either. He was horrible last week. I mean, he ran out of the back of the end zone. I'm not saying it either, but I'm just saying. I don't know how you're looking to replace a quarterback that led you to two. Yeah, I think Jimmy G is a way better quarterback than Trey Lance, and that's not a hot take at all. That's just yeah. true. It's it's the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo led you to NFC Championship games at a Super Bowl, and, oh, everyone wants to get on him about, you know, oh, the Super Bowl, he missed that pass, whatever. It did. Hey, armchair quarterback, you try to go ahead and throw a 50-yard dime in a cover two down mm-hmm. the middle between exactly. two safeties. No one's In the Super Bowl, the whatever. biggest game of your life, too. Like It's it's just – knock it off. Like It's just like, come on. I think I think the Niners are in a tough position because if Jimmy G does play well, well, <laughs> what are you going to pay him? Because he has a no trade mm-hmm. and a no tag clause, which means he is a legit unrestricted free agent. He can go wherever he mm-hmm. wants. So it be interesting to see uh, what he does. All right, so uh, let's move on to week four. We got Dolphins and Bengals starting off on Thursday night. What we got there, guys? Bengals are rocking all whites. Are we doing picks now? I th- yeah, I think. Yeah, I do have to picks. say, I, I logged, I logged my picks from last week, and I went six and ten. So that that's 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 not that's brutal. That's okay. It's okay. But um, I would just say that um, honestly, the Bengals are rocking all whites. Tua, not a concussion, by the way. For people who think Jared is back. For people yeah, who think, we I, talked me, about me, this. We talked Me and Liam talked about this in class earlier today because you watch the film over. You watch him while he's falling, reach for his back. A concussion stumble, you don't stumble like that. It's a slower stumble. You could tell his lock backed up, back locked up, and he fell. But is Tua going to be healthy for that? Probably not. Um, but I also think the Bengals are in this weird thing of they're coming off a win against the elite Joe Flacco Jets. 
So they've been bad this year. They've been bad, and I think they the they really they really, really did predict the Super Bowl hangover from Ryan we, Logan. We all did. You. We all talked yeah. about that. Besides yeah. me, the three of you did predict the Super Bowl hangover, and I will respect that. I just think that well, the Bengals' just weaknesses are just being exposed on full display, and every team just knows how to play them gonna, properly well, now. For me, it was less of a Super Bowl hangover, and more so that they just weren't as good as they showed last season. They, they just didn't get yeah. injured. That's why they went to that. They big were game. just way. They were. But I don't want to say overhyped. They just overperformed. If Tua, if Tua doesn't play, I don't. I really don't see. Who's your backup? How the Dolphins? Uh, they got Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy two gloves. Oh, Teddy two I have gloves. To go. We haven't uh, heard from him in a while. A uh, shout out quarterbacks that he wear two the, gloves. Uh, Broncos quarterback last year. Well, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't that bad, was he? Game man, he's definition of a game man. They'll be fine. I, 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 here's my thing though: is the Dolphins are built off deep threats, and two and Teddy Bridgewater's whole career doesn't push the ball deep. Yeah. So it's a oh, thing yeah. of like he does not, which is why it was a weird backup signing because he doesn't fit their system. And I saw this coming where if Tua gets hurt. How is Teddy Bridgewater going to step into that what system? What do you mean if Tua will get hurt? When will Tua get hurt? Well, when Tua got hurt. Well, and yes. if he, and the if, team and is good enough. I mean, we are talking about a team that just came off, came off a win against our all of our consensus number one team in the league, the Bills. But at the same time, it's t- Tua was still able to go back into that game. It wasn't a Teddy Bridgewater win. Teddy Bridgewater yeah. didn't oh, do anything yeah. in that game. Now, that's gonna, I think Tua will probably be fine and will probably play. But if he doesn't, I don't see how Teddy Bridgewater can step in there and do anywhere near what Tua has done. Yeah, like, I just don't. about Tua heading into the season, though. Yeah. We thought the arm strength wasn't going to be good. Well, mm-hmm. at least with Tua, Tua's been in the league two years. Teddy Bridgewater is a seven- to eight-year quarterback, yes. where it's been the same thing every season, no matter what team he's on. He mm-hmm. doesn't push the ball down the field and cripples an offense. Yeah. So, um, for my pick, I'm going to go ahead and if Tua – all right, I'm going to assume Tua no plays. No ifs. Just make a pick. I'm going to say Tua plays and give me the Dolphins by a touchdown, seven. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick – I honestly think that if Tua does not play, I think this game will be like, I think it'll just be like your average NFL game. I think it'll be like, I think it'll be like a twenty-four to twenty-one Dolphins win, and I think that just comes down to uh, defense and offensive scheme and just coaching. It'll just be coach versus coach if Tua doesn't play, but if Tua does play, I predict like a Dolphins win. I say, I say like by ten. I'm rocking with the Dolphins either way. They've just been the Bengals haven't been good this year at all. All right, I'll pick the upset. I got the Bengals by three, even though that pains me as a Steelers fan. All right, moving on. We've got a uh, London game, 9.30 a.m. Wake up early. Catch this one. Um, mm, don't be hungover. We've got the Vikings and the Saints. Vikings win. There's no competition. Man, that's Sorry. A, that is a thrilling game. I, I think the Saints might have a little bit of a kick in them after no. getting embarrassed last week. No. Jameis Winston, statistically the worst London quarterback. I think he's played two games at London. I, at least rem- I very memorized the one game where he threw three picks. So James Winston, not a guy who plays good in London. I never thought I'd you say that sentence before. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead Monday. and I'm gonna pick the Vikings because Kirk Cousins. It's not a prime. Ooh, I mean technically it's somewhat of a prime time game. Pri- no, it's not a prime time yeah. game. No, everyone's it's gonna. No, it's the only. It's the only. Is it in London? Yeah, it's what time like, is it in London? No, nine thirty no. a.m. No, so it's one. It's one o'clock. It's one. It's like four o'clock. It is one. It's one o'clock. I think it's one o'clock in London. Because they have they have the match. They're more ahead. It's gotta be like four. It's not four. No, no, no. It's it's three thirty. They're six hours ahead. I know this Lizzie's by heart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say Kirk Cousins, the greatest media quarterback of all time. Just they, I think they run through the same. I think they finally start oh, to yeah. use Dalvin Cook. He's really not been used as much Wasn't as I think he, he should. He was, like, uh, it was, he was, it was a dislocated yeah. shoulder that he's uh, been dealing with. Apparently, the story is he forgot to put on his harness, his shoulder harness, before the game, and what do you know? He ended up dislocating his shoulder, so idiot right there. Mm. But uh, <laughs> give me a gun and give me the Vikings. Yeah. By, uh, I'll say by four, though. I think it's. I think it'll be. I think the Saints will get like a garbage time touchdown. I, I, yeah, I think the Saints defense. I think they'll play particularly well against Kirk Cousins in particular. I think the play style really just matches well for their defense. But I do think the Vikings win this. And I just think that the versatility of their offense will really show during this game. And I feel like it'll just show the Saints defense up, in my opinion. And I think the I think the Vikings will win. I'm going to go 31-17. to 17. All right, we got a few games that we really don't need. My bad, Ryan. My bad, Ryan. <laughs> no, you need to go. I, I got the upset again. Uh, I got the Saints by 7. All right, we got a few games we don't really need to talk about here. Um, Chargers, Texans. Herbert's a little banged up, but. Chargers win. Somewhat banged up. Buddy is d- his yeah. internal rib yeah. cage is in a whole other place right now. I he's think got that dog. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen isn't gonna play. Austin oh, yeah. Eckler. He's still out. I think he'll actually. Be- I think this game will be a close one because it, it 
Yeah, I think this game will Keenan, actually be pretty Keenan close. Al- Keenan Allen probably won't play. Apparently, he's badly banged up. Austin Eckler came out of that game banged up. Justin Herbert has only his one rib cage. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than what people are giving it, only because, I mean, again, who thought the Jar? We're talking about the Jaguars team that blew him out. And, again, people would have, before that week, people had the Jaguars and Texans at the same tier. Let's be real. Doug and don't say top 10 NFL and don't, coach. And don't say you didn't. So, it's like a thing of, like, honestly, there's no reason why you shouldn't be giving the Texans some hope. Now, again, as I'm saying this, I do pick the Chargers, but... Don't expect the Chargers to blow them out by 10-plus. I think it's a 3-4 to four point game. I mean, game. Chargers are favored by 5. Might want to take the under on this. Uh, I think it's a 3-4 to four point game. Uh, give me Chargers by 3. I think that the Chargers are going to win by 7. Uh, I'm going to uh, take the Chargers. All right, uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. I think it'll be I think it'll actually be a particularly low-scoring game for the Chargers' usual standards. I think it'll be like a 17-10. to 10. I agree with Tyler. I mean, I'll go Chargers on this one, but I, it'll be closer than five points. Um, other than that, we've got uh, Bears and Giants. I mean, the Bears have looked decently good for the Bears, and the Giants. I mean, they're no. The Bears have not looked good. They've got no. They've gotten no. particularly. I wouldn't say lucky, but like like good scenario and circumstances. So lucky. I would say they have they have had good like circumstances regarding their game with the Niners. I think the Niners beat the Bears nine out of ten times. Like that was in a, it was in a monsoon. Really played a big part in it. Um, I'm gonna pick the Giants on this. I really well, it is the Bears at the Giants. So the Giants are. We haven't home. seen the Giants in week three but yet. I, I, I mean, I'm, no, I think the Giants right win it's, this. It's looking brutal from what I can see by the box score. It's a six to three game going into half. But um, <laughs> that's an NFC. That's a classic NFC. If, 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 if the Giants win and they do go to three zero, they'll probably be the worst three zero team in history. They're such a bad team, but also the Bears are the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. I think I think they are. I think they're the yes. worst team in the I, NFL. I, I actually yeah. agree that with you. That seems crazy to say about a two and one team. But the, but you watch. Th- Watch the tape. They are uh, the yeah, worst team. Nobody's arguing. Um, so I'm gonna go the Giants, no matter what happens tonight. Honestly, I mean, then again, Saquon gets hurt. Someone gets hurt. There's still another half football to play. I might change my mind a little bit, but give me the Giants to win. Give me by like three. I think it's gonna be a boring game. I think Giants by. Uh, I think Giants by seven. I have absolutely no reasoning for this. I like chaos. Give me the Bears. <laughs> you got Giants be three. Uh, Seahawks Lions. Um, Lions win. Yeah, Lions win. Yeah, Lions win that one. I think the Lions actually win this one. I think they win this big as well. <laughs> no, I think the Lions go up. The Lions do the classic Lions thing. This is a problem with Dan Campbell is he has a problem with keeping his foot on the gas for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, even just their wins. Look at all their wins they had from last They're year and their wins. They they end up they having this lead at half, and then all of a sudden it dwindles down. So it'll probably be, it'll probably be like 28 to 10 at halftime, and then the score will end up being 31 28. Somehow. It's like Andy Reid's old problem. Like it's blowing leads after the second half. So I, I think the Lions will win, but again, same thing as I'm saying with the Chargers. Just don't expect a blowout. I, th- I think it'll be a closer game. I think Lions, I think Lions win this like 31 27. Yeah. Yeah, we all got the Lions here. All right, next thing we're talking about, I think it's one of the more intriguing games this week. We've got the Jets with who knows what you're going to get from Joe Zach, Flacco, Zach MVP Wilson, candidate Zach Joe Wilson Flacco. Is, Zach Wilson is playing. Zach, is, is Zach, Zach Wilson. Playing? Zach Wilson has been taking reps and is expected to play this week. And just for that reason, I'm picking the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the Steelers. Yeah, I don't think it changes much. They're basically a yeah. Pop Warner football team with uh, the way they play offense. <laughs> but Zach, but Zach Wilson, from what I saw, he could have went this week. Uh, in their game against the Bengals, but it was a little too close. But he's he's all expected to go against the Steelers. But here's my thing, right? As even as a Steelers fan, boy, does Mike Tomlin love playing down a competition? Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, he does, he does love to. He does love to. And I I think. No, are you even playing you down can't. though? You can't. Yes. What? Yes. Oh, yes, what are you saying? The Steelers the aren't. The Steelers good. roster is way better than. Way better. What are you it's saying? Not, it's not that much. That actually might be one of the worst takes I've already said. That might be. That might no, be it is a. That's a big difference. What position by position? What, what position do the Jets have that you'd yeah. rather have other than quarterback? I'm just saying it's not that much. Of what a position? What position would you have? Can I think it's not worse than Zach Wilson? So then, what position would you take that the Jets have over the Steelers? What position group? What? What? 
What position group would you rather have that the Jets have that the Steelers don't? Corners. Probably. That's it. Corners. Yeah. Secondary. Yeah. Secondary. Maybe O line. Well, I wouldn't say all of secondary because I'd obviously the Steelers safeties. No, I, I'd say the Jets O line is equally as bad as the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. It's gonna. It's gonna. Be, I think that could actually NFL record high combined sacks. No, it's gonna be actually. Well, no. Well, no. TJ Watt's not playing. Well, if TJ Watt was, I think the Steelers will have like maybe like a sack or two. Yeah, I got Steelers in this game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Steelers, yeah. but don't be shocked if it's a three four. Steelers, Steelers by Steelers, ten. A classic. It, don't be shocked if it's a classic Steelers heart attack game where they they just take it to the last minute for no reason. Mike Tomlin struggles yeah. to keep his foot on the gas in games, so mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm gonna go the Steelers by four. I remember the uh, Steelers game that they only scored field goals and then they won against the Chiefs a couple of years ago. I think that's probably going to happen this week. Um, <laughs> I, <can laughs> I haven't see seen I enough see from it, this yeah. offense. Uh, I got the Steelers by three. And the reason I say this is uh, Ryan might remember this time. Remember when the Steelers played the Jets with uh, Mike Vick on the other oh, side? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we lost. I'm just saying, the Mike Tomlin, I mean, I can count on, um, you know, I would need more fingers to count how many times he's played on competition, so. Don't be shocked if the game's closer, but I still think Steelers. I think Zach Wilson will be a little too banged up. All right, we're going to pick up the pace a little bit now. Uh, we got the Browns and the Falcons. Um, this is an intriguing game for all the wrong reasons. I'll say the Browns. Browns win. Browns. The defense will be too much for the Falcons to handle on offense. I just think that's reality. I'm the lone wolf here. I'm going to go Falcons. Uh, I believe t- in my Oregon Duck. If yeah. I were, if I was going to pick an upset, I would pick this game to be an upset because of the way the. I don't think the Browns are like that good. It's a two point spread. It's not that opinion. Dude, the Browns, yeah. the Browns, the Browns won against the Steelers, but even then they didn't look any that more. That game was close. They looked, they that game was close. It but didn't they, end but close, looked, but it was but close. But they looked they looked really unimpressive, honestly. Yes. And I'm saying that again as the losing team, but they're on they looked unimpressive. The Browns didn't win the game. The Steelers lost the game. Yes, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. All right, Titans Colts. Um Colts who's not taking the Colts after how they played last week. I game? wouldn't be surprised. Game? I mean, I got no, the Titans. If you look, the Titans just beat the Raiders, and yeah, honestly, I, I, the, I, Ra- the 0-3 Raiders. Oh, the 0-3 Raiders. Ra- they play in the best division the in Raiders, football. The Raiders, the Raiders might be Have the they best 0-3 the team. No, but still, they, they <laughs> they've gotten very uh, like. I'm I'm gonna be honest. The Raiders might be the. You're best You're just writing the Raiders. Yeah, they're the best 0-3 team that, I've ever that, seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Fair. Like I don't get why. And you're then we're gonna have a team like the Giants that tonight have a chance to be three. No, like this shows the NFL. Yeah, this shows how the yeah, first three weeks. Yeah. 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 I think this is the most like inaccurate first three weeks I've ever seen. Hundred percent. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be honest. I just. Boy. Colts defense has been so shoddy. I think, but the I Titans think, defense is equally yeah, as garbage. Give me, it's just it depends on how the Colts defense give me, plays. Give me, give me the Titans. I think Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan goes back to being forty years old. Give me, give me the Titans. I got the Titans too. Uh, I got the Colts by uh, seven on this. You know who I have? Um, Commanders Cowboys. Uh, Commanders. Who I think cares? Commanders win this by three points. <laughs> uh, I'm not watching this game. Give me fellow ginger Carson Wentz. Yeah. Once he got sacked nine times last week, I, I want. But that pick is him. against the Eagles D line, so yeah. yeah Eagles um, D line, yeah. sure. Commanders, whatever. Uh, Bills Ravens, probably the game of the week right here. Bills win. Wow, I mean, this I is think I think I think Bills win by seven. Oh wait, actually, the Bills won't have their secondary. Dude, they won't have their secondary. Dude. They won't. Give me, dude. I'm Lamar, actually, I'm picking the Ravens. Lamar, I'm picking the Ravens Lamar by six. Has a, Lamar has another three by 100 by 100 game. I think Lamar oh, yeah. destroys this Bills D. I, dude, I, again, Ryan over here is fuming. Biggest Lamar hater I know. System quarterback. <laughs> what quarterback isn't a system quarterback in the NFL? Knock it off. But I think Lamar destroys this Bills D. I think it's close, but I think Lamar is the deciding factor. If he has a good game, they win. If he doesn't, they lose. I mean, that's yeah. every Ravens game for the rest of the year. I, I completely agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think this game will tell us a lot about the Bills if they do who win the Bills this. Bills really are. Yes, yes it, will, it will really they show are who like they that. are. Um, Cardinals, Panthers, maybe the Panthers ball for an upset. We're not talking about that. Football. No, I think Boomer, the Cardinals win that. Sooner, yeah. give me the Panthers, baby. Actually, we're not talking I about think... this football game. Well, it's sooner versus sooner. I didn't know who you're gonna pick. <laughs> uh, Boomer, sooner, give me, give me Baker. Give me my third highest graded quarterback ever in my life. Give me Baker Mayfield. <laughs> uh, I'm picking the Cardinals by. I think Cardinals by seven on this. Yeah. I think it'll. I think it'll really just come down to the Panthers won't be able to pressure him, even though the Cardinals D line is yeah. so so bad. It's just the Panthers, the only thing they really have on defense is they have two good corners. That's it. Baker, t- <laughs> Baker takes a flag and plant it at midfield, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I've got the Raiders upsetting the Broncos, if you can call that an upset. Um, yeah. I wouldn't even say that's really an upset. The Raiders are favored in that game. I could, no, yeah. but I could definitely see the Raiders winning yeah. this. Yeah. It's it, just it should be. 100%. Like, 
the Broncos are just going to get out, out coach. It's going to be on Russell Wilson to make those big game day plays, but out I don't think they're going to even Josh give him. McDaniels. I don't think they're even going to give him the chance to make those plays yeah. that they need. So I, I really defense just, I wins championships, but offense wins you games. And yes, I, exactly. I just, I think. Uh, Daniel Patriots Hackett's going to bring in another coach to uh, be the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> I think he should at this point, if I'm being completely yeah, I mean, honest. Honestly, yeah, give me the Raiders in that one. Yeah, all right. Packers, uh, Patriots. Man, uh, Packers. Packers by a mile. Page, uh, mm, not by a mile. Yeah. Oh, buddy. That no, game's out four think. to six weeks. Yeah. You're going to tell oh, me you have faith mind, in Brian Hoyer? Who's your backup? Brian Hoyer. It's Brian Hoyer. doesn't matter if it's Brian Hoyer or, or Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones is nothing special, and I think that really showed during the Ravens he, game. It's not the talent. It's that he runs that system to a T. And even, again. He's just meh. Again. In my you, opinion. I hate the people that look at box scores because someone look at Mac Jones' box score last week against the Ravens and say he had a bad game. No, watch, he had a great game. Watch, no, watch, great watch game. the dang game. He had a great yeah. game. I don't, like care. I, rem- I, remember I don't care about his three picks. Watch the dang I game. I remember his Mike Vick-esque b- pocket escape, rolling out, get and chased gritty? down. Go, White like, man gritty? Like, gets barely Brady, under man. the person, or the Ravens linebacker chases him, rolls out of the pocket, delivers a 20-yard pass. Right. Like, like I said, it's just Mac Jones runs that system to a T, screw the box score, don't look at it. I, I, I think, though, that that injury, I mean, the Patriots are going to get smacked. I think Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, again, goes on this tear and – for everyone that hates Rodgers after week one, start to learn maybe that he just has yeah. a bad week one every year. Yeah, yeah he does. Learn. Come on. It's a guy that doesn't go to training camp and doesn't play preseason. He's going to stink. And it's high. Uh, we got three more games to talk about. Um, one, Jaguars-Eagles. Um, I got the Eagles here in a close game. Dougie P. It's homecoming. Top 10 NFL coach, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I, picked um, the Eagles, I, th- I picked the Eagles by three. I think, gonna, I think this is going to be yeah. a really close game, yeah. and I think that Doug Peterska Peterson is going to expose the Eagles' defense a little bit. I, That's my personal opinion. I'm going to take it. the Jaguars. I think I'm not, Doug I'm Peterson. I'm not blaming you for that. Dude. I'm not blaming I'm not you. Not for that. Okay, again, we talked about bad, banged up the Chargers were, and they didn't play great, but they blew them out. I mean, yeah. they was no shot from the beginning, and I think Doug Peterson, I think – you can't tell me that Jaguars team has an extra edge this week. You think Doug Peterson hasn't used that as motivation against playing against his old team that yeah. honestly screwed him over? <laughs> like, yeah. again, Nick Sirianni, yeah. great coach. Like, they ended up making a good hire anyway. But let's be real. Yeah. They picked the wrong guy in the Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson feud. Actually, they picked they neither. Up, they wound up with none of them. Yeah, and Peter wound up with none of them. But one thing so, I, one thing I they, want to say real quick. But they ran, them, they ran them out of town by you know, you know, doing the stupid stuff they did. One thing I want to say real quick here. I do not want to hear any booing on Doug Peterson. He brought this city a Super Bowl. Yeah. But Something they have Philly never fans, been able to accomplish. Philly fans are the lowest IQ of no, fans. I don't so hear. No, yeah, I don't hear. Philly Twitter has been pretty. Philly Twitter has been um, pretty non-booing so far. So it's been yeah. a topic. On It'll Philly be Twitter. booing. I don't it's, think. It's, I don't think. It's I mean, they they literally almost made Santa die. So I'm pretty sure there's a. Bro, quite a possibility like, that, that it could start booing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Still the same city. Right, but let's, let's move on. Yeah, uh, um, give me uh, uh, give me Jaguars. Ryan? Yeah, I got the Jags too. All right, we got the Chiefs and Buccaneers. Another good game here. Tom Brady versus Mahomes showdown where Mahomes absolutely slaps him. Yeah. yeah. So just, that, Bucks, that Bucks defense have the Chiefs number. They had him in the Super Bowl. Had him in the, season, in the game they played even in the regular season, even Fair though enough. the Chiefs came away with it. But – the deciding factor of this, there's one player that the Chiefs don't have anymore, Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Always was able yeah. to expose the Bucks. They don't have that anymore. I think it's a really – I think defense wins this game. Even though I said offense wins the game. I think the defense won this game. Give me the Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers by, like, anywhere one to three. I think I think Andy Reid outcoaches um, – they still have Bruce Arians, right? No, he's a, he's a sideline, he's a sideline assistant. Well, they have, they have Todd Bowles, but I think Andy Reid just outcoaches Todd Bowles here, and I think the, the Eagles uh, – or not the Eagles, sorry – the Chiefs win this game. Uh, I wouldn't say easily at all. I think it's going to be very yeah. tough, and I think that Mahomes is going to struggle early in the game. I predict one, one or two picks, and like for <laughs> for the first half. But I think he's going to make adjustments, and him and Andy Reid are going to come out. Now would like, be so Brady esque. Slanging in the second half, and it would be Brady esque though to have like a three hundred yard, three touchdown game in this game. It would be so Brady like to just have a. Oh random, yeah, hundred like, percent it would oh, be. But now like, give me. Yeah. I'll say give me the Bucks, but it's going to be because of their defense. I think that, that think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close. I think that Buccaneers defense really gives Mahomes some troubles. I got the Chiefs in a comeback game here. Um, Way I look at it, yeah. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning this one. Uh, one more game, real quick. Rams 49ers. 49ers. Really? Give me yes. the forty. Give me the Forty Niners. I respect it. What's the reasoning there? Real quick. I'll let him go first on that one. Uh, I just don't think the Rams have shown anything really special. No, not they, at they all. They have Um, I think the 49ers will show something special <laughs> against the Rams on 
Uh, Monday Night Football. Jimmy, Jimmy, J- Obviously. Jimmy Garoppolo, most handsome quarterback in the league. You're telling exactly. me you don't trust him. All right, here's my thing that I just – like, I agree with Liam. The Rams have showed nothing. Well, you, you almost blew an insurmountable lead to the Falcons, right? We're talking about a Falcons team that – well, if they had a little more talent, probably a two and one. I mean, the different quarterback, Mark Schmier, to throw a ball into triple coverage to a receiver <laughs> who, Lord, I couldn't even tell you his name right now against Jalen Ramsey. I mean, like, I think the Rams have shown nothing special. And honestly, I think yeah, they played Seattle, but the Niners showed their offense can uh, kind of maneuver. And one thing that we didn't really get to talk about in the Denver Niners game, I was a little upset at Kyle Shanahan because it looked like he didn't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, he needs to trust him. And I think they will. Yeah. I think they will this week. And I also think they'll go back to using their typical just ground game. And all right, let's stop. Let's stop joking around. Denver's defense is super legit. Still oh, yeah. super legit. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. To have the game that to have the game the Niners did offensively really isn't a shock. But I, I again, I think the Niners come out this week. Mm, and right. the Niners are one and two right now, right? Yeah. yeah. They should yeah. not be 1-2. and two. They should have beat a the Broncos. The Bears we completely like agree that. Yes. Yeah. They, they got really unfortunate against the Bears. I think they yeah, should have won that game. And I'm also really high on the Niners, and I have been for, like, the longest time. And I honestly think that this year they will be going back to the Super Bowl, and that's what I predicted oh, at the beginning wow, of the year. Okay. And okay. I don't I don't care what you say. They, they need to trust Jimmy G. They trust Jimmy G. They will make the Super Bowl just like they did. However many year ago, years, right. years ago. Super Bowl made the NFC Championship game twice. So. Right. Exactly. What do you got here, Ryan? Uh, I'll pick the Rams. I'll just be different. All right. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go Rams too. I'm not seeing the 49er um, love like like we're seeing from the two guys on the end here. Uh, but that's all the time we're gonna have today. So thank you to every, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to Alex, um, Don Marie, Ben for everybody at the station here. We're gonna wrap it up for this week. We're gonna come back next week talk about more football. You know the usual stuff. So yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.